0: Greetings, everyone, and a warm welcome to another edition of Marketing the Invisible. I'm Tom Poland, beaming out to you from the Sunshine Coast in Australia, joined today by Adam Bood. Adam, g'day, sir. I believe you're not too far down the road from me.
1: Where where are you hanging out? Hey, Tom. Yes, I am on the Gold Coast, so only a couple of hours away. Yeah, a few few hours south on this
0: big strip of white sand beaches we've got running around our our part of the world. Folks, Adam is a sales guru. He's a published author. He's a course creator. He helps small to medium-sized enterprises. And that's really important because a lot of people we have on the show are helping sales teams, but Adams can help you to realize untapped sales and profit opportunities within your business. So it's the untapped ones that we really want to focus on. Our title today, Adam, is how to create raving fans who want to buy from you. So folks, so often we see, you, me, everyone sees people just missing sales opportunities. And Adam's going to show us how to generate the sales opportunities so that we can capture the full potential of your network and all the contacts in your business. Adam, let's kick off. Our time is going to start just as soon as I find the app. Here we go. Our time starts now. Question number one, sir, so who is your ideal client?
1: Ideal client is SMEs, minimum two years in business, making a profit, turning over at least 350000 up to ten mil. But more importantly, that are in growth phase and wanting to scale their businesses up that are still owner-driven and the business owner is still the one that's making the decisions. Very clear. Thanks for that. So what would you say,
0: six and a half minutes left, what would you say is the problem that you solve? How do you define that?
1: Look, the biggest problem that I find is that most small business owners do not understand how to increase the value of their business. And the reason for that is because they are losing so much money in Mm. expenses and they're also not able to capitalize on on their profits and their sales. Mm. They focus purely on next sale, next sale, next sale, but they don't focus on how do we make more profit? And at the end of the day, it's the profit that keeps us in business, not the sales. Right. So, looking looking at their systems, their processes, their procedures, their pricing, uh, and obviously their their skilled staff, we can quickly determine exactly whether or not they're uh, they're on the right track.
0: How would someone know? This is question is three, five and a half minutes left. What in other words, what would you say are some of the typical symptoms that your ideal clients are experiencing before they find your service?
1: The look. The biggest symptoms are always we need more sales, we need more time, and we need more profit. They're the biggest issues that I find. So they come to me because that's what they're looking to achieve.
0: So that's quite a, a holistic approach then, more, more, more sales, more time, profit. So that presumably they're gonna have a feeling that there are sales slipping between the cracks, that they are yep. probably scrambling time-wise and that yep. it doesn't matter how fast or how big they grow, they still don't seem to have a lot of money in the bank account at the end of the month.
1: So no. Yeah, go And ahead. what that comes down to, yeah, I was going to say what that comes down to is they know that they're missing sales opportunities. So their conversion rates are not good. They may not know their numbers. So they're not actually measuring and tracking. They may not even know what their GP is on the bottom line after their expenses properly from each of that. They have a very low client retention they have very little referral business and they, they feel like they're wasting so much money on marketing. Right.
0: And so this, this goes a lot way further than sort of the enthusiastic, confident salesperson, you know, twisting arms, et cetera. This is a very holistic look at the numbers as well as the sales skills. We're, so question four leads into this nicely, just under four minutes left. People will have received sales training before, no doubt. They will have, they will have tried stuff. And in, in other words, what would you say was a couple of the biggest mistakes that people make when they're trying to increase their sales? I, I guess not understanding profit might be one. But what else? What else
1: is going on? What are the things that they doing that are just plain never going to work? If they if they have done any form of sales training, Tom, which ironically most small business owners have not, they oh. fall into business. They may have had a little bit of on-job training from previous mentors in the industry, but they actually haven't learned how to connect with their customers, how to communicate with their customers, and how to convert their customers. The, The biggest challenge that I see with the business owners, Tom, is that they're focused on transaction and KPI, and it's all about selling, as opposed to understanding their buyers, their buyers' needs, their buyers' wants. And most importantly, where those buyers are in their buying journey. Interesting. So, so what do you mean by where they are on the buying journey? Well, most business owners will go straight for the kill. So if you look at a sales training company, they teach you two things only. They teach you how to overcome an objection and how to close a sale. Right. All right. manipulative tactics, whether it's integrity or ethical or whatever buzzwords right. they want to put on it, it's that's what but the goal
0: is. But your, your approach is much less egocentric, much about, it's much less about me and what I want and what I want to sell you versus getting and establishing what's important to you, et cetera. I'm sure that we could unpack that. there will be a lot more to it than my butchered way of expressing it, but it is a different psychology it, and it's,
1: yeah. It is simply put, Tom, we're moving away from transactional selling and we're moving into relationship buying.
0: Thanks. Thanks for that. So let's let's go to question five because we've only got one minute forty seconds left. Give us a quick top tip that someone could take. Not going to solve the whole problem. Might need you for that, but it might take them one step closer.
1: Yeah. First thing I would do is a complete audit on your whole systems and procedures and processes. Mm. Most small business owners don't have that in play. Right. So. Do a complete audit of that. Look at how you're getting your leads. Look at the systems that you have in nurturing through the funnels. Look at how they're being communicated with by your staff and look for any pitfalls that are coming up that you know could be potentially costing you sales.
0: Thank you for that. Question six you might help them even more with that. It's a valuable free resource. Just for the sake of time, folks, I'm going to give you that link. It's www.13, the number point saleschecklist.com. Real quick, what will they find there, Adam?
1: They'll find in that checklist, everything that I believe can help you improve your sales overnight. Perfect. Wow. Okay. So that's one, three, the number
0: 13 point sales Go get it. Question seven, sir. 30 seconds left. What's the
1: one question I should have asked you, but didn't? How do I get my customers to want to buy from me instead of me having to sell to them? And the answer in less than 15 seconds? Authenticity.
0: Adam, thanks for that. You're going to find out a lot more, folks, 13 com. Any final words, Adam? Appreciate you having me on your show. All right. Thanks for rocking up. Cheers. See you. Thanks for checking out our Marketing the Invisible podcast. If you like what we're doing here, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. It's very much appreciated. And if you want to generate five fresh leads in just five hours, then check out www.5hourchallenge.com.